0: You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers.
1: Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN.
2: The biggest breaking news stories, an outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio good morning to you. It's Thursday the 4th of May. You're watching Breakfast with me, Julia Hartley-Brewer, on Talk. Coming up, President Volodymyr Zelensky has denied that a drone attack on the Kremlin was an attempt by Ukraine to assassinate Vladimir Putin. Meanwhile, a record 11,500 police will guard the King's coronation this Saturday in what is set to be the biggest security operation in British history. And a breakthrough drug for Alzheimer's disease has been found to slow mental decline by a third. 6.33 is the time. This is Talk Breakfast. Well, good morning to you. Thank you very much indeed for your company. Uh, interesting day today, local election day. Uh, the polls are open at seven o'clock this morning, close at 10 p.m. We'll get you the uh, first results overnight here at Talk TV. I'll be with you here uh, tomorrow morning with those election results. Read into, well, what they might mean for any future general election. Indeed, uh, uh, local areas some 8,000 seats that are up for grabs. But of course, certainly from today, whole of today, there'll be no well, party political chat, but that doesn't mean we can't keep up. Some of the political chat and certainly the international chat. And as you've heard there, uh, coronation and uh, and medical chat as well. Joining me for all of that uh, is Candice Holdsworth, who's a writer and commentator. Good morning to you. Good morning. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. Um, uh, I'm going to talk a lot about the coronation because, you know what, it's kind of the only show in town. And we've seen on some of the front pages of the papers, it really is going to be a show. And we've seen you know magnificent uh, uh, you know, coronation well you know royal events before whether it's a royal wedding or or jubilees and the like and of course the the sad event of the queen's uh, funeral last year but just the extraordinary the pageantry that we were able to deliver um and of course you know, this is seen not just around the country but around the world and whatever your views are on the monarchy and we'll talk about jamaica's uh, coming up very soon um of course you know these are national events uh, this is our constitutional monarch but i want to start uh with uh, what's been happening in moscow um this uh, drone attack overnight uh tuesday uh tuesday night on uh, on the kremlin two uh well appearance of uh, two sort of small hits uh, by uh what appears to be a drone uh, on the kremlin claimed by moscow as an assassination attempt on vladimir putin i'm not really sure how how little drones hitting The the, sort of the steeples of the Kremlin could actually be an attack on on Vladimir Putin, who apparently wasn't at the Kremlin at the time anyway. I'm not quite sure they'd expect him to be, I don't know, sitting on the top of one of those spires or not in the middle of the night. Um, This accusation is no, it was an assassination attempt by Ukraine on Russian soil, the heart of Russia, uh, Russian capital on uh, the Russian leader. Um, Not surprisingly, this has been denied by President Zelensky on a trip overseas overnight. What do you make of the claims um, and what do you make of the counterclaims?
1: Well, I think it's it's unsurprising that the fingers have been pointed at Ukraine and Zelensky. Of course, they would be. They're the big enemy. It doesn't look likely to me that they would have done that. It seems such a, a paltry thing to do. I mean, I mean, how is that going to take out Putin? It seems um, very, very, very lame. It's kind of laughable, isn't it? Very risible, risible. Um, there are plenty of people who have problems with what uh, Putin is doing in Russia, lots of people within Russia themselves, or, as some people have claimed, the possibility could be that it's even staged it's you know they came up with it themselves to justify an escalation. i don't know how credible that is, but obviously when you're in the context of war, all things are possible
2: well, that's it isn't it? And we know that I mean you know Kremlin propaganda can be a very powerful thing um, and again, many I mean something like eighty percent of Russians see nothing other than completely yes. russian controlled state media, or even on the internet, um, and therefore they are not you know seeing what we're seeing on on Facebook or on Twitter or anything else, um, and you know, debate about these things. So there was a lot of people go, "Oh, well, this is a, this is an attack on Vladimir Putin." Again, it, it's laughable that these drones uh, could have, could have killed him. But um, the Kremlin security chief called for the physical elimination of Zelensky following the assault on they say Russia's seat of power. Um, President Zelensky though uh, made it very very clear. He said that he was at a press conference in Helsinki. We don't attack Putin or Moscow. We fight on our own territory. And this is the key thing. I mean, Antony Blinken, the American Secretary of State, I would take anything coming out of the Kremlin with a very large shaker of salt. Yeah. But we also know, of course, Ukraine has been very, very good at their media and propaganda war. Absolutely. I mean, extraordinary, yes. uh, extraordinary uh, uh, efforts on that front. And there is a large, amount. winning hearts and minds, particularly persuading the West. Um, I don't think this is going to persuade anyone that there was to stack. And of course, it would be very foolish of Ukraine to do this because they are the, you know, the plucky defenders of their state. And in keeping keeping uh you know populations around the west uh, you know on their side to encourage their their leaders to give the military aid that the the Ukrainians want that would be a foolish move um i have to say wouldn't have a problem if it were an attack on uh, vladimir putin's life i've always thought it's insane this idea that somehow it's oh, it's against international law to try and take out foreign leaders oh but i mean uh, the what the warmongering, murderous, tra- tyrannical, authoritarian tyrant. Yeah, I'm I'm really, really quite happy for people to try and take him out. But you know, there we are. Um Where do you think this will lead us, though? Because there's a lot of talk that this is being done as a propaganda move by um, the Kremlin to justify more attacks on Ukraine, on Kiev, um, to to justify more brutal attacks on the civilians uh, in Ukraine. And of course, this comes ahead of this. I mean, I don't know how many more months I'm going to still talk about this spring offensive. It's going to be a summer offensive very soon if it's going to actually happen. And, And the counter offensive from from
1: Ukraine. Yes, well, he needs to keep justifying this war because initially it was just, it, he just presented it as denazification in Ukraine, yeah. and it was just in a few territories. But then Ukraine mounted a huge defence. The world turned against it. So to continue justifying it and all the sanctions on Russia, you're going to have to keep escalating it, yeah, it and did. keep finding ways to justify all your new strategies. And he's got his big parade, his Victory
2: Day parade, uh, on next Tuesday, 9th of mm-hmm. May is always when this is held. Um, this is the second one he's going to hold without a victory. This sort of just marching straight into Kiev and putting Zelensky on the first plane out of the country and reclaiming what they believe to be motherland Russia soil. Yeah, hasn't worked out so no, well. No. Um, President Zelensky is on another round of visits, uh, shoring up support among uh, NATO members, of course, moving towards you know, effectively joining NATO. Um, it's been described as actually he's de facto a NATO member already, to all intents and purposes. There's still the ongoing conversations about getting these jets these F-16 jets is the that's the number one issue. There are some four thousand of them in existence. Uh, we can offer our jets at some point, but realistically, we ain't got very many. We haven't got enough to defend Britain, let alone another country. Um, and how long, whether it will take for countries to send their jets if they get permission from America? Because then these weapons are generally sold on the basis of you, know, you can't pass them on. If we remember, lots of Eastern European nations, Poland and the like, wanted to send their fighter jets to. Um, to Ukraine, but they were banned by the Germans for a long time for, for doing so. Um, do you think we should just say, right, we give Ukraine everything they need to fight the Russians and not just keep this war ongoing and stopping Russia winning, but to allow the Ukrainians to, w- to win themselves?
1: It's complex. Managing this is so complex because now you've got the involvement of China as well. Yeah. What role are they going to play? They may push back against greater Western involvement in the region. But by doing what? Well, they could they could get involved mm. in some way. They could start supplying arms to Russia yeah. and then you could see a big they, escalation. They want the West
2: bogged down in Ukraine, so they're not focusing on Taiwan.
1: Well, there's that as well. There's so many different factors to yeah. consider. I think that Western countries were hoping that sanctions would just demoralise the Russians. And many people have said that the Russian economy is on the brink of yeah. collapse. But so far, that doesn't seem to be happening. I guess we're just going to have to wait where we are and it's just a question of who lasts at the moment. Yeah, indeed.
2: Um, let's talk about events closer to home, though. Coronation preparations. We had the sort of security uh, worries about uh, um, after this uh, This man was arrested for throwing what were suspected gun cartridges over uh, the gates of Buckingham Palace. We're told that they've had a big meeting and stepped up security. I can't understand why they would have to step up security. This is exactly the sort of thing you should be preparing for. I've no doubt that's just you know, that's just talk rather than reality of what is really going on. Um, but we've seen these pictures, I mean, certainly looking at the Times, they've got a lovely picture of the Gold State coach, part of the procession, and overnight dress rehearsal for the coronation. These things don't just happen. They take a lot of rehearsal. And even you think for Queen's funeral, um, although, of course, there's lots of intensive rehearsals after her, her her death. But, of course, these things have been rehearsed on a regular basis and planned uh, for a long time. And obviously a lot of the rehearsals take place, you know, on the parade ground rather than on the actual... Stri- Of road that these processions take place on the day. But um, in terms of protests, eco protests, uh, who knows, any other kind of terror attack, Islamist attack, or indeed protests by uh, pro um, um, Republic organizations like Republic, they said they've got 1,600 people willing to line the route. is this a threat? Should should there be should there be a step up of security? And if so, what sort of security would would be able to thwart that?
1: Well, yeah. So they've been sending. So the the Home Office has been sending letters to all these anti monarchy groups, sort of warning them beforehand. You do anything that disrupts disrupts the coronation to such an extent that we need to arrest you, believe me, we will. So yeah. I think it's absolutely fine in a free country that you have people lining the streets holding signs saying, Not my king. That is really important. That's a that's a value. We have uh, we live in a we, constitutional monarchy yes, that's supposed
2: to protect our democratic right to, including the right to protest.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um but obviously I think that there are there are boundaries to that, like yeah. with everything. And I don't think that they should be endangering people's lives. And or it's, disrupting. I, 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 and I then mean, the, yeah, that's. I don't. Kind of, I wouldn't
2: even want booing. I genuinely. I just think. I. I didn't like it in the funeral procession. You know, well, no. when when the when the the, the children were walking behind. The, I mean, uh-huh. it doesn't matter what your view. I just think sometimes it's just this time and place. I think it's perfectly the right time and place if people. Feels that strongly to hold up a, yes. a sign. I think wearing a t-shirt, or holding up a sign. I mean, I'm sorry, that is always legal and yes. must always remain. We <laughs> otherwise we're living in Russia. Yes, I mean people yes. really need to remember that.
1: Yeah, it's not authoritarian as well. There's a lot of support for the monarchy, you know, so they mm. shouldn't take over the event. Mm. There's plenty of people are there who are supportive. I also don't it.
2: think if that you know if that is your cause, that that you're in any way helping your cause. No. By you know doing that sort of thing, I mean uh, it, that that is the fascinating thing. It's, you know I always find that with eco protesters, you're not helping your cause. No, you're, just, you're turning people against you. Oh, we're on the telly, <laughs> yeah. But that's not helping. If if the aim is to change hearts and minds. Doing the exact opposite of that. But we're looking at all the front pages coming up. uh, Lots more to talk about, including whether Jamaica could actually have a referendum as early as next year on the future of the monarchy for them. This is Talk Breakfast. The biggest breaking news stories, an outspoken opinion. The
0: Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Planning for your next trip?